0: And now, a brand new episode of the Script to Screen News Hour here on Radio Lebanon 96.2 FM with hosts Alan Mahana and Hod Solo. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Script to Screen News Hour here on Radio Lebanon 96.2 FM. I'm your host, Alan Mahana, and joining me in the studio, as always, is the solo to my Chewbacca, the one and only, Hod
1: Solo. Hey, 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 Alan. How are you today?
0: I am good. It's Script to Screen Saturday. It's
1: screeners time. It's screeners time.
0: (laughs) This is, uh, you know, like, this show is just becoming part of my lifestyle, my friend.
1: Yeah. It's, it's an everyday thing we do. We talk about It's in our constantly, DNA. Constantly. What's, what's your blood types? Plus screener.
0: Yeah. 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 And plus, <laughs> screener positive. <laughs> um, it's it's funny. It's been ever since we've become on, on two times a week, the majority of our text messages to each other have become about the show. Yeah. Like it's like, hey, what's up? So by the way, this on story, Saturday yeah. <laughs> or like here, check out this link, yeah, check yeah. out this storyline. So um, here we are uh, today. Um with a movie of the week yep. as always we have a guest uh today on the show as well which is awesome uh talking about the uh, Lebanese Film Festival mm-hmm. which is something to be excited about and then we've got uh, uh, stories covering the implosion of the worlds of DC which oh, is yeah. which is a cinematic universe that just keeps on getting worse and worse as time passes so it's it's a full jam packed episode yeah, a, today. Lot the, a lot
1: to talk oh about dude a lot to talk about oh my god what's happening in the world of D.C., it's crazy. It's
0: insane. And it, then we've got box office news as, as well, usual. Lebanese box office news, which is something we've enjoyed talking about, and our recommendations. Yes. That's the breakdown. Yeah. We've spoiled it. Everybody can leave now. <laughs> no, That's it. Thank
1: you, ladies and gentlemen. See you next so week. So
0: as far as uh, the movie of the week this week, we saw The Predator yeah. earlier this week. Uh, we had a premiere at uh, Beirut Souks Cinema City. Uh, it was distributed by Empire Movies.
1: Correct. So what'd you think? What did I think? I was excited about this one because I you liked were. The Predator. You
0: really were I'm,
1: excited I'm, about I'm, this. I'm a fan of the first one and then it went downhill from there with the other movies. Uh, listen. The
0: Schwarzenegger version? Yeah. The Schwarzenegger. Get to the chapa.
1: Yeah, there's you, your one ugly mother toot and there's... A, They say that differently in this movie, which is kind of uh, funny. Look, all in all, it's a fun movie. I enjoyed watching it. It's not the best piece of art. It has a lot of flaws. Yeah. But if you really don't want to think, you want to go watch action, you want to watch something very gory, very bloody, uh, you can check it out. My main problem with the film, it was too funny. The original one had dashes of comedy in it. Yeah, uh, it was more action centric, if if you if uh-huh. you can call it like that. And, and this specific film had joke after joke after joke, which made the important scenes less important, less interesting, less impactful. Yeah. Uh, and then there's a lot of things you and I agree on. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to share those. You'll talk about those yeah, if yeah, you yeah. want. But, but that was my main issue with the movie. I like how they used a lot of uh, kind of Easter eggs from the old movie. in sure, And this one, sure. that was kind of nice. Yeah, yeah. And another issue was uh, the, the first two thirds of the movie are fine, but then the last third is shoved into a very small amount of time and it's just really messy. So so, so I, I I'll let you uh continue.
0: Yeah, yeah yeah. So um okay so for me I thought that the the was my biggest problem mm-hmm. because I thought that the the pointless crude dialogue um felt completely out of place. The jokes were just um just I, I don't know they just didn't mm-hmm. feel authentic. Yep. They felt very forced. Yep. Um, you know, they wanted to be politically correct in some places and then completely politically incorrect in others, you know, with the Tourette's and all that stuff. Um, uh, you know, um, the characters felt very two dimensional for me. They didn't Mm -hmm. have complete arcs. Uh, they were just there. Um, they didn't give me any sort of depth. Not that I'm expecting any depth from characters from a predator movie, but at least something
1: makes sense. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah so the, gra- the, the narrative didn't feel grounded for me a few of the characters just seemed to drop off the screenplay the pages of the screenplay yeah. halfway through the movie we just forgot about these characters yeah. you know like uh, who cares nobody's gonna pay <laughs> forget attention. about it you forget know? about yeah. it you know like um, uh, you know and, and obviously when you look at the history of the Predator films the bar isn't that high I mean like it, you really don't need to overdo it to yeah. make a good Predator film um, not all of the older films were box office gems uh, some of them were complete failures in the box office and were heavily critiqued by the fan base, uh, which is strange to me that this movie even has a fan base. (laughs) This franchise even has, has a fan base. Um... And then not to mention the CGI killed me. Yes, yes. Like you the, the beginning of the film with the first Predator, it was it was obvious it was a prosthetic suit. Uh, there were animatronics with the with the tongues and the and the teeth and everything. It was at least some form of realism yes, yes, in a movie yes. that was completely unrealistic. And then they went and gave me the complete gigantic CGI uh, predator. predator. yeah. And then they made them talk. And I was like, ah, oh, guys, guys, like, no, this is not,
1: Yeah, no. it's, not, it's not happening.
0: Yeah, I j- it just, it didn't mesh well enough for me. Mm. It didn't feel, I don't know, like, even for something, the trailer made it seem like it was a complete thriller. Like, mm-hmm. you were going to get some really good action sequences, some grues- gruesome kills, and even then, the kills weren't even that gruesome. It was just same cgi splattered blood, mm-hmm. you know, like, I just didn't gain anything from it. And that's my biggest problem.
1: You know what was so amazing about the first one and partly the second one? Uh, it's that the people didn't know what was hunting them. From the, the, Right. The, there was something hunting them, killing them, and right. they had no idea what that right. was. In this movie, they know. Yeah. And it's not spoiling anything, Mm-mm. but they are, because you see that in the trailer. Uh, they're aware that there is this creature kind of killing them one by one, by group and whatnot. So that bothered me. And... Olivia Munn's character she's someone I love oh, I, as an I actress, have a crush she, I have a crush on her Olivia, Olivia Munn if you are sitting out there you're <laughs> looking
0: for anyone Hod solo can be the solo to your Chewbacca. thank
1: you best wingman <laughs> uh, but but her character she was like this biologist at first uh, and then suddenly she's Rambo yeah it it
0: you know who her character reminded me of a little tell me Ray. No, no. Yeah, because here's the thing. Okay. So Ray is a nobody in the middle of nowhere yeah. who's a junkyard uh she's like a like a what do you call it? Like a, um scavenger. Scavenger who all of a sudden knows how to fly the Millennium Falcon, knows how to use Jedi powers and a lightsaber in a matter of one movie.
1: But I think there's something behind that. I, uh, we'll see.
0: We'll see. We'll have but this I conversation ag- in one year. Yeah, <laughs> we'll have it
1: next year yeah. around,
0: around December. <laughs> um, but I do agree with you on Olivia Munn's character. I do yeah. uh, agree with you on that. Uh, for me, it just wasn't the greatest, mm. the greatest film. I, what, I was
1: expecting a little more from it. What did you give it? I gave it a one star. One out of five. Yeah. I I actually give it a six out of ten because the fun part, the... the, Yeah, you enjoyed the fun stuff
0: more than I did, honestly. Like, for me, it was just... It just fell out of nowhere. Yeah,
1: I didn't feel like thinking or overanalyzing. I just watched it. You were just there. It was okay.
0: You were just there. Mm -hmm. So next week, starting on Monday, September the 17th... Correct. Lebanon is going to be hosting another film festival. A massive film festival. A huge film Mm -hmm. festival. Duly properly entitled the Lebanese, Lebanese Film Festival,
1: Festival.
0: <laughs> um, and joining us today as well. You're not alone as well. Today, yes. Um, at least for now. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> I'm in good company for you're the next in, you're in good 15 company, minutes.
0: <laughs> is a, a representative from the Lebanese Film Festival by the name of Wafa Haloui. Hello. Hi. How are you? Good, how are you? Good. Hi, welcome. <laughs> so what is your actual proper title in relation to the Lebanese Film Festival?
2: Director of the Lebanese Film Festival. Okay. You are
0: the director of the Lebanese Film Festival. Well, yep. enchanté. Mm-hmm. Oh, oui, oui. <laughs> so Wafa, the, the Film Festival begins next week. Yeah. And this is uh, what edition of the Film Festival? 13th. The 13th edition. And 17th year. 13th edition, 17th year. Yep. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It, it, mm-hmm. So that's, that's exciting.
2: Yeah. Very exciting.
0: Uh, lucky number 13. Yes, very lucky so far. <laughs> <laughs> lucky number 13. So um, if you don't mind, give us just a little quick background mm. over how the Lebanese Film Festival came to be, and then we'll dive right in and talk about what you guys are going to be offering film lovers this year.
2: Yeah, sure. Uh, the film festival started in 2001. It was called the Nea Beirut Film Festival. Okay. It was founded by uh, Pierre Saraf Nadim Tabit. Daniel Harbid and Wadiya Safiyadzin. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the main aim was to um, offer a platform um, for Lebanese cinema. So a platform that really puts forward Lebanese talents. Mm-hmm. Um, and and up, up until today, the aim is still the same. We really focus on Lebanese cinema, Lebanese filmmakers, Lebanese talents. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. And do you, do you bring in films from overseas, international, or is it mostly focused on Lebanese Um, Well,
2: it is focused on Lebanese filmmakers, but there there are a lot of filmmakers who live abroad. So that's very interesting because Mm -hmm. we see the Lebanese perspective, I mean the film still has a Lebanese identity but sometimes it's set abroad and it's very it's very interesting wow
0: that is really cool that is super 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 cool mm-hmm. and very interesting because you're right you know when a, speaking from someone who has lived abroad for 13 years i think a lot of my who i am today as a person the way i see the world is is always split in half it's got mm-hmm. that Lebanese identity but it's also got this Western uh, touch to it because of the fact that I lived in two places That's actually at
2: once. almost the story of one of the films that's going to screen at the festival.
0: Oh, wow. Oh, okay. It's called
2: Abroad by uh, Zane Alexander. And okay. And it's very similar to what you're describing right now.
0: Well, I mm-hmm. will make sure to watch the film <laughs> <laughs> the next week. So the film festival is starts next week. Yes. How many days does it
2: last? It's five days. So Monday okay. 17th to Friday 21st.
0: Okay. Wh- where
1: does it take, take place?
2: It's in Beirut Cinema City.
1: Ooh, okay. okay. The
2: main program, but we also have a parallel program mm-hmm. at the French Institute and at uh, the Opera Gallery.
0: Okay. Um, well, at the Opera Gallery in?
2: Uh, downtown. Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So, shall I talk about the parallel program yes, now? Yes, <laughs>
0: yes. It's exciting. It's, it sounds very sci fi. It's like the parallel program. Parallel, yeah. universe,
1: like, yeah. parallel universe. Parallel universe. <laughs>
2: so, basically, the core program is at Beirut Soot Cinema City. We okay. have six screenings a day. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, other than the opening and the closing. On the 18th, we have something really cool this year. We have a collaboration that we started with the Beirut Art Fair and Opera Gallery. Okay. And this year, it's a cine concert. Okay. And it's in the ruins in the middle of the the wow. center of Beirut so wow. okay. it's really cool it's obviously it's outdoors it's going to be um, exclusive footage uh, film footage okay. eight millimeter um, of Beirut and people from Beirut from the 50s till today nice. wow. actually it's called okay. at the heart of Beirut okay and there's going to be live music performed by international instrumentalist Sig okay mm-hmm. so I, I'm really looking forward mm. to this one Um, We also have um, two cartes blanches, one to the Cinémathèque Française and one to the Panorama Cinéma Maghreb Moyen-Orient. And basically it means that uh, each one of them is presenting a film uh, on on uh, the 19th and the 20th. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the 19th is uh, The Sixth Day by Youssef Shaheen.
0: Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. At
2: the French Institute. And this year it's outdoors as well. Okay. So it's really nice. We can enjoy outdoor cinema. And the 20th, outdoors as well, French Institute. And it's a film called um, Zainab Hates the Snow by <laughs> okay. Tunisian director Kauthar Benhania. Okay, yeah, um, yeah. We also have for the first time a youth program. Okay. Uh, on the seventeenth, and it's uh, it's a f- it's an animation documentary film called Liana by okay. Aaron Cop and Amanda Cop, uh, and it's going to be followed by a small animation workshop uh, so that kids can can you know get a bit more familiar with the cinematic language and animation.
0: That is awesome. It's really cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, for two Disney freaks yeah. <laughs> on the show, this is like, ooh, animation. Um, that's that's really, really cool. Um, and then you, there are other aspects of, of the festival this year that are very interesting to yeah, discuss I mean, as well, right? Yeah, one
2: main aspect, we went to the parallel program before discussing the, the core identity. But um, what we like to do at the Lebanese Film Festival is to um, kind of... Um, uh, do a clandau or like a small wink to whatever okay. is happening. So okay. last edition we um, shed a bit of light on on the garbage crisis in Lebanon. Okay. <laughs> um, this year, following the international movement on uh, you know women in cinema. Okay. Um, we're doing kind of a tribute to uh, women in Lebanese cinema. Okay and nice. it, it leads to um, very interesting things like uh, opening the festival with Kafar Nahum by Nadine mm-hmm. Labaki right uh, so obviously uh, needless to say needless <laughs> to <laughs> say. Lebanese director who just won a, a you know Grand, prize
0: yeah the, the Grand Prix right the, um, the jury prize the, the jury yeah. prize yeah
2: and we're closing the festival with uh, Hini Srour who's actually the first Lebanese and first Arab uh, filmmaker female filmmaker to have a film in the official selection in Cannes in 74 wow. and the film is well wow, the okay. uh, the hour of liberation Okay. It was just, um, restored by the French Cinematheque and we're really happy to be screening it here as well.
0: Wow. And she's, cel- she's, she's in her seventies right now. She's in her seventies.
2: Mm-hmm. coming. And she's going she's to be in very, attendance. Yes, oh, wow. Gonna that's here. insane. And it's going to be really great to have, you know, the I'm first sure. and the last female Lebanese filmmakers. Well, first um, and the current, so let's not say last.
0: Cause that just well, makes it sound like there's latest. nobody going to be. Yet. <laughs> it's like nobody after Nadine Labaki. That's it. You that's know, like, the no. end. I
2: mean, so far she's the latest, but yeah, the, hopefully there will be many more.
0: Oh, right. I'm sure there will be. I'm sure there will be.
2: And this kind of like shedding the light on on, uh, female um, filmmakers uh, also led to a a beautiful collaboration with Film Femme Francophone, Mm -hmm. led by uh, my colleague uh, Carol Mezher. Okay. and it's a screenwriting residency that's currently taking place in Deir el Ammar,
0: Deir el yeah. Yes. Uh, I, I, heard, I heard about the, yeah. the residency, mm-hmm. which sounds really interesting because at the same time, the residency, for the first time ever, actually has foreign filmmakers yes. coming to Lebanon to Absolutely. study and be a part of a workshop and not the other way around because it's normally the other way around. Yes. But this time we have like uh, Italians and French and, and uh, other foreign yes. filmmakers coming to Lebanon to have a residency here, yes. which is fantastic it's to open. Fantastic. open because it
2: can create a lot of collaborations exactly. it can lead to more films being shot here it can lead to foreign filmmakers um, bringing on board uh, Lebanese producers so it really it opens doors in a, in a different way and hopefully it will go on and it will lead to beautiful films that we might screen at the festival, actually. I'm sure. Or just to, mm-hmm. to remember that it's a whole, you know, we, we go to the festival, we watch beautiful films, but it's actually a really long process. And it all starts with screenwriting. Mm-hmm.
1: So,
0: yeah, As always.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and,
1: and so how do people get in touch with you guys? How do they buy tickets? What can they do to go watch? Uh, so, these tickets films? are
2: sold at Beirut Cinema City. Mm-hmm. They're also going to be online. Okay. Um, at the French Institute, it's directly there at the door.
0: You buy them at um, the door? Okay. Yeah. Okay.
2: And, um, yeah, that's pretty much it, basically. They want to get in touch with us. We, we, we're we very active on, uh, you know, social, social media, media, Facebook. Okay. They, they can, they can see us. the program and everything. Absolutely. Oh, okay. On the website as well, there's um, there's all the films, all the programs. What's the
1: website in case it's anyone wants uh, to?
2: It's LebaneseFilmFestival.org. Okay. And on Facebook, it's uh, LebaneseFilmFestival. Lebanese yeah, uh, what
0: about Instagram? Do you guys have an yeah, Instagram? Yeah, we also or?
2: have. It's called Lebanese Film, Festival.
0: <laughs> Lebanese Film Festival on Instagram <laughs> mm-hmm. as well. Well, that makes sense. Yes. Yes. I mean, yes. <laughs> way to be unified, you know. <laughs> (laughs) Um, And then as far as the screenings go during the week, when do the screenings begin and then Mm -hmm. when do they end? Mm -hmm. Because you're in a movie theater, so I'm sure there were some, like, it's not as...
2: It's like a tight uh, collaboration and it's kind of like playing Tetris to (laughs) make everything fit together. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, We start, we have three uh, sessions uh, per day. Okay. Running in parallel, like... uh, Parallel session, so it's six in total, but it's three timings, let's say. Okay. The first one is around 6.30. Okay. And the second one, depending on the length of the film, is around 8, between 8 and 8.20. The second one should start. And then the last one should be around 10 p.m.
0: Okay so mm-hmm. yeah. so we've got okay so you, you there're almost like 2 hour gaps between almost. each session almost, almost 2 mm-hmm. hour yeah. gaps between yeah. each session okay that's interesting and then where where in the movie theater will they be or does it depend on the movie
2: most of the time we're upstairs in the, oh okay yeah. so we're fancy in, <laughs> yeah so Fancy. that's really cool because also you know in a film festival it's nice to be able to um, to share this this experience you know when you want to And watch the lobby is just
0: great upstairs. The lobby it's upstairs so is really upstairs. great
2: and it's uh, it's also the occasion for people to maybe discuss uh, a mm-hmm. bit more about the film to the f- most of the filmmakers are here. So to talk a bit more to the filmmakers, and it's it creates kind of this cozy um, atmosphere that I think is very very important in a film festival. Of
0: course, yeah. see this is the thing. It's like for me when I go and watch a movie at a premiere, I normally try to rush out as fast as possible because yeah. I want to absorb the movie to be able to write the the review. Mm-hmm. In film festivals, I'm the complete opposite because I have no review to write. Mm-hmm. I'm more of the okay, I want to discuss, you know, mm-hmm. like and they're more there's some you know again and in film festivals you're not talking like complete commercial films you're talking a lot independent cinema so it's a lot of character driven material you've got documentaries you've got like really hardcore uh uh you know emotional material and whatever so those I normally love to unpack Mm -hmm. immediately because I you know, I, I like hearing other people's opinions, so I let loose in film festivals. I'm like the, okay, I'm done talking to you. Okay, like, let's go talk to someone else. Let's go to, you know, like, get completely different perspectives, because I have no review to write. Mm-hmm. Whereas in, in regular stuff, I'm like, yeah, no, don't talk to me. I need to focus <laughs> to be able to write it later, you know?
1: <laughs> Have been? Have you been to any film festivals at all? Very, very small ones, very Okay. Fem- but nothing major. I've never been to the Lebanese Film Festival. Me so. neither,
0: honestly. This will be so, my first
1: year. So yeah, I'm pretty excited about that.
2: So we're waiting for you, both of you. Oh, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll be, be
1: there. there. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll <Jinx>. be there.
0: <laughs> so the opening night is on Monday. Yes. It's starting at... Um, the doors open at 7 p.m. 7 p.m. And then it's uh, Nadine Labaki's yeah. latest we film. We have the
2: opening ceremony and uh, Kafer screening, yes.
0: Okay, awesome. Mm-hmm. So for any of you out there who haven't seen Kafer Nahum yet and don't want to wait until the 20th to watch it, Lebanese Film Festival's opening night, you can get tickets at... Uh, s-
2: well, the opening is by invitation. Oh.
1: So, <laughs> well, you darn. cannot get
2: tickets. Well, you know You'll
0: what? You'll have to wait till the 20th. You know yeah. what? <laughs> Alan just made a big boo-boo. There... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Everybody will be able to watch it on the 20th. Uh, it's a it's a, it's a, a pretty, pretty good film, but I, I don't want to talk about it yet because I did have the liberty to, to see it already, but mm-hmm. I can't wait to see it again yeah. at the Lebanese Film Festival, hopefully with you.
1: Yep, yeah, because uh, I, I haven't seen it.
0: But there are, are many more it. really beautiful films yeah. to Oh, catch. I, I will make yeah. sure. I love that this. I'm still not at university yet. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have work yet, which means I can actually go. Yeah. And considering next week, I really don't have many premieres. We don't have any major premieres. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking I'm just going to be crowding yep. myself at the Lebanese Film so Festival. So I'm going to see team. you
2: there every single day for... As much, yeah. As much as I, we
0: can. I, I, don't know, I don't know how, you know, if every single day, but I, I'll be there as much as possible within those five days, for yeah. sure. Great. For sure. Wafa, thank you so much thank for being you. on the thank show. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and sharing all this, this awesome news. We can't wait for the festival to start. We wish you and the entire Lebanese Film Festival team the best of luck. Thank you. Awesome. Um, so, uh, Worlds of DC...
1: Oh my god! If, <laughs> if only well, people can see my face on YouTube next week. Yeah, but yeah. If only yeah. people could see my face right now.
0: Yeah, isn't it's just it's so it's so all over the
1: place. I think there's a word in, in front. No, I don't think I can say it on the radio. No, you, pr- it's, you it's probably just, it's it's just rubbish. It's just messed. Up.
0: isn't it? Isn't it terrible? Yeah. So, um, we've got a lot to talk about regarding the DCEU. So let's just start with the first one. Let's let's break, break down what happened a bit. This break week. it, break it down. Break it down. Wickle wickle woo. Okay. <laughs>
1: um, okay. Are, sorry.
0: The level of dorkism just went from one to 10 in a matter of like 30 yeah, seconds. Because there was
1: a lady with us and we we're trying to be like.
0: Yeah, gentlemen. Yes. And, all right. and then. Um, okay. So <laughs> where to begin? Um, So, in the news... In the news, um, the worlds of DC, DCEU, Warner Brothers, blah, 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 start off the week by telling us that they're already shopping for a new Batman because Ben Affleck is no longer going to be the Caped Crusader, the the Dark Knight, the Batman. Batman. Uh, The Batman. The Batman. Um, whoa, that was really deep. That was, yeah. Um, so he's stepping away from playing the role True. and, uh, uh, Warner Brothers are looking for a new, uh, actor to take on the role specifically for Matt Reeves, the Batman. Yes. And a rumor has it that they're looking at the King of the North. Yes. To take on the role. And if you don't know the reference out there, it's Jon Snow. It's Kit Harington. And here's my opinion. No.
1: Yes, thank you. Thank you. Because we didn't talk about this before. No. Yes. No,
0: no, 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 no. I love Kit. He's not Batman. I'm a big fan of Kit Harington. I've seen a lot of his work outside of Game of Thrones. The The... The guy is brilliant, but he's, he's no Batman. He's handsome, whatever. You're not Bruce Wayne, dude. No, no, no. Bruce Wayne needs to have some sort of machismo, man. Like he has to have. I mean, look at Christian Bale. Yeah. Look at Michael Keaton in his youth. Um, I mean, I'm gonna ignore Val Kilmer and George Clooney because mm-hmm. those are no. Um, but even Ben, ben Affleck. Affleck yeah, yeah. Even Ben Affleck, who wasn't the greatest, you know, Dark Knight. I mean, he doesn't bother me as much, but he's not loved by the fans. He still had machismo. He still had man of strength and yeah. power and whatever. But Kit doesn't. Dude, Kit has a baby face. Mm-hmm. I can't see yeah, him no, being no. all like, I'm the Batman. I'm like, no, you're not. You're Jon Snow and you know nothing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, he, like, he
1: does know nothing. Like from Game of Thrones, they could have picked uh, his his brother. Uh, the, the, the ex-King of the North who gets... I forgot the name of the, the actor.
0: The, the uh, guy who gets killed at the Red Wedding. Yes, yes. Yeah, uh, uh, even he's, then. he's
1: more of a Batman than if they had to pick... Yeah, for, he for, is like,
0: more of a Batman than some, him, but he's not... I he's, th-
1: when did we cover the Batman topic? It's, we've been talking about it for a while. I
0: mean, we've been talking about DC yeah, for the longest yeah. time because every every week it's I, like a, 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 a drama.
1: I'm going to go back to my original pick. I Older Josh Brolin... I, I really see it again. I'm, I'm a big, so so into that.
0: I'm I I, I agree can't with shake
1: you. the idea. I think it's a golden opportunity. But I don't think they want to go for. A they want to go for a younger guy. Obviously. They, they want. Yeah. I mean,
0: an older Batman. They want to go for a younger Batman. But that again but, poses so many other issues but, yeah. that we're going to talk about a little later.
1: But but here's the thing. It's linked to another issue. Josh Brolin uh-huh. as Batman. Yes. And John Ham as Superman. So both of them older. Yes, both of them. Both older. of them more than that kind of. I think that would be very interesting, and they both had that heroic, yeah, yeah, yeah. manly kind I, of. I thing.
0: wouldn't mind John Ham as, as Superman. That's actually not a bad idea. Yeah. Because here's the thing. For all you out there yeah. who haven't heard the news, Henry Cavill no is no longer Supes? It's no longer Supes. So we don't have a Batman, we don't have a Superman. DCEU rest in peace, may you always. Yeah. This is just it's ter- I mean, what is happening? So uh, almost 3 or 4 days after Ben Affleck announces that he's no longer going to be uh, uh, Batman, we get the news that Henry Cavill has put up the cape. And he does the I mean, he triggers fans in the most hysterical way. Mm -hmm. Um, um, He triggers the fans by posting an Instagram video saying the most exciting news ever. And he's wearing a shirt that says Krypton Krypton. and he's raising an action figure that is Superman from under the frame to over the frame. I mean, that he is just that was mean.
1: (laughs) Uh, Unless it's all one big Publicity stunt, marketing stunt. You
0: think it's a publicity? stunt? I don't stunt? think
1: so. there's always a possibility of them doing that, but 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 if that's it, I mean, it's it's such a like betrayal kind to to the trust of the fans. To, I just
0: yeah, I mean, I don't know what the heck is I think, happening.
1: I think I think I look. I'm I'm kind of glad this is all happening because I I I think that DC is needed to shape up for a shake long up, t- Shake maybe. up shape yeah. up Shake it Sh- up yeah. shape up Shake up uh, for a very long time. They've had issues with characters, the Justice League didn't work. I I think they need to start from scratch. Now, the problem here is that they do have a good Wonder Woman.
0: Right. See, this is what I was going to talk about later. There's Uh, Aquaman,
1: which we don't know yet, but we'll see it uh, in November, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah.
0: December?
1: November or December. I don't oh, know. Uh, whatever. Later this year. Under let's this keep year. It at that. Uh the Flash the Flash movie seems to be abandoned, so we don't know what's gonna happen with that. Yeah. Uh, so although
0: I thought I heard that it went back into pre production no, very recently. I,
1: I I heard that it was still on hiatus. Oy. I don't know, but, but with all is that, he, is so it's he, very confusing. Is he charging
0: up his speed force?
1: Yeah, he's charging a, a <laughs> battery. A battery but, on but an is, iPhone charger. But, but how is it going to work? So let's say Aquaman does work, and Wonder Woman works. Do they get a new Superman from a parallel universe? Do they get another Batman? Is it recasting, and it's the same storyline? Okay, so y- you've,
0: you, we, you've jumped a little yeah, further, but it's jumped, okay, it's okay it's, it's okay, it's okay. Sorry. So this, <laughs> just, is, this is the thing, so... Uh, the timeline issue is is a big problem for Confucius. me because <laughs> because if they keep Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman yeah. or she who must not be named um, and they keep Ezra Miller as the Flash, the Flash. and they keep um Jason no. Jason Momoa no. I was about to say Call Drogo uh Jason that Momoa that works. That uh, works. Jason Momoa as Aquaman and then bring in a younger Bruce and a different Clark Kent. How does that work? I don't know. Because, because you know, Gal- Wonder Woman, Diana and Bruce had a little flirtation, had a little thingamajig, and now he's younger. So I don't, it's very confusing. It is extremely confusing. And then, you know, the, for the president of the DCEU or the Worlds of DC or whatever you want to call it, um, says that they want to work on standalone films and not necessarily worry about interconnecting them. Well, that's just even more confusing. But they've done that. Because already you've already brought that? them all together yes. in Justice League, so now you're retconning the retcon of the canon, yeah, of the yeah. con, of the... Aye, aye, aye. And then you get more rumors about Clark Kent, with the WB basically considering Michael B. Jordan as Clark Kent. Okay. So being the one that is normally the more controversial of the two, mm-hmm. let me let me make myself very clear... No. Okay. Nowhere in the mythos of Clark Kent in the comic books or otherwise was there ever an inkling that Clark Kent, a kid who is raised in the middle of Kentucky or whatever, that he would be an African-American. Again, no, this has nothing to do with, a ra- it, this is not a racist issue. I am not speaking about this from, an, from a perspective of someone who has anything against African Americans, but I am sick and tired of Hollywood casting these, these actors, forcing their identity politic, politically correct, we want to be diverse, blah, 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 onto the fan base. Nobody's going to accept this. It's going to be another, uh, another uh, uh, Star Wars hysteria. It's going to uh, be another Doctor Who hysteria. It's, they're going to lose the fan base. And it's all going to fall onto Michael B. Jordan's shoulders.
1: Yeah, but to, to be fair, in the comics, there is a black Superman. What? Val-El. In a parallel universe, there exists a black Superman.
0: But he's not Kal-El.
1: He might, maybe they're gonna step away from that. Maybe they don't want him to be Kalel. I don't know what they're gonna do. Uh, For me, I don't see Michael B. Jordan as Superman. Right. For, forget the uh, ethnicity, but I don't see him portraying that character. I, I would see, as I said, John Hamm. I would see yeah. uh, John Krasinski. Oh, did I say his name? Probably? Yeah. Oh you my did. God. You Finally. Did. You did. Finally, after 12 tries, it worked. <laughs> uh, uh, there, there, there are other characters, yes okay they're they're white uh, i don't have a problem with the black superman if he follows the storyline of balel and he is that uh, character uh, not Cal. Yeah. Out. So
0: again, I'm so going that, to, I'm so going to, I'm going to, you know, hey, uh, uh, be resp- take responsibility. Yeah. I had no idea that a Val mm-hmm. el existed. Mm-hmm. Uh, although I have read a lot of Superman's comics, mm-hmm. I just, I never got into the parallel universe thing, I yeah, guess, yeah, or whatever. Absolutely. So um, with Val, el, if they're going to bring in Val el that's fine. But don't sit there and tell me, you know. Yeah. But again, the media and how the media is 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 bringing this on is is um um. Is, is doing it in a way where they're saying they're casting Michael B. Jordan as Clark Kent slash Superman. Mm-hmm. It's not being done in a responsible way. This is simply being done to trigger the fan base and to create controversy and hysteria and all that stuff. So I don't respect the the media outlets that are simply clickbaiting everybody.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm just checking if his name is Valel. I, I know he exists, but let me check...
0: In the meantime, yeah. while you're checking, um, I posted on my Instagram, I posted and asked people what they thought of this whole thing. Yeah. Um, and I got a whole bunch of replies, um, you know, from, uh, uh, grow food, live well on Instagram. They said, well, back to the writing board. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, I had, let's see, let's see. Cause I had some really, really fun, fun ones. Uh, the movie inspector basically said, man, the DCEU is a fail. Everything is slowly slipping apart. I don't even understand their strategy and film lineup. Suicide Squad 2, Batgirl, Gotham City, Sirens. God knows what happened to Justice League 2. It's all so disappointing. <laughs> um, so, uh, so that's one. Um, let's see, let's see. Uh, Anthony, uh, Anthony dot on nine zero six six said, honestly, I think it was a shame that Henry Cavill left the role as Superman, although he did show some potential, but I heavily blame WB or Warner brothers for not investing in the DC universe the same way Disney is invested in the MCEU. And I kind of have to agree with that. I don't feel that, mm. um, um, th- the Warner brothers is as heavily invested as they should be. Um, other people like MoMan uh, LB said, sad, sad. Um, so a lot of people are just, way to ruin the DCEU, said Joey Kordahi. So, I mean, a lot of people are disappointed. I wasn't expecting that many people to be that disappointed since not a lot of people like the, the you know, mm-hmm. not a lot of people like the Man of Steel or or um, um, Justice League or mm-hmm. Batman v Superman.
1: Okay, back to the character. His name yes. is Calvin Ellis, Kryptonian name Kalal, but it's one word, also known as Superman. Okay. And he's from Earth 2.
0: Yeah. Okay, so So if you're going to introduce Earth
1: 2, again, no problem whatsoever. Maybe maybe that could be their solution to get the new Batman and... Could be. Could be, I don't know, perhaps. But then they would need uh, the Flash, wouldn't they? Maybe they'll use the Flash properly now. Ugh, see, again, this is yeah. so confusing. But Here's the thing. Here's why people are bothered. Here's why I'm bothered. I love everything that's Marvel, but I love DC characters. Yes, and, exactly. And they haven't been done justice exactly. in a long time. I grew up not knowing who Iron Man was, who Captain America was, right. in the 90s. Right, I wasn't Same here. a big comic book kid, but I knew who Superman was. Yep. I knew who Batman was. Batman was. was. Uh, the Flash. The, the Flash. These were characters I was familiar with, and I loved... And when they take these iconic characters and do what they've done so far with them uh, in, in recent years, it's very sad. It's very disappointing. I think that's why people are upset. People want DC to succeed. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I want to watch a very good Superman movie. I want to watch a very good Batman movie. But whenever I go to, the, to, to the, the movies and I end up seeing these, these movies failing, I'm not happy. I'm sad. I'm frustrated. And I think that's why people are angry at what's going on today. Yeah,
0: I mean, and I agree with you. And it is very sad for me that we're not getting proper, It's. it hasn't been a proper representation of... Uh, uh, the DCEU characters. It hasn't been a proper representation of uh, any of them or the universe or, or any of that for that matter. Um, I think the closest that we've gotten to any good representation of DCEU characters uh, or DC characters mm-hmm. has been in television. Yeah. You know, with the Flash, Arrow, uh, Legends of Tomorrow and they're not the greatest I'm either. they still there, yeah. Uh, you know, we got Gotham on, uh, which is a TV series mm-hmm. based on Gotham City before the rise of Batman. Yep. So it focuses on the villains. You've got, now you've got Titans, which looks, eh. I mean, the more I see it, the more I'm not, I'm I'm very hesitant about it. Um, And it's sad because in comic books, these, these heroes and these characters are so good. They're so beautifully written and beautifully drawn. You know what the best representation of these characters was or is? Tell me. The animated stuff.
1: Yes. Yes. So
0: you've got the animated Justice League movies. You've got the animated Batman movies, the animated Superman films. Not only are they performed Beautifully mm-hmm. with Kevin Smith uh, uh being Bruce, mm-hmm. you've got Mark Hamill as the Joker, who yeah. is arguably one of the best, best Joker jokers. representations. Um, but the the, the storylines, the 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 writing, the acting, the animation, th- this is DC. Yeah. So either stick to the animation or figure out or a me? better formula yeah. for the live action stuff because it is not it is not good. Yeah. It is just it's not. And it needs it needs. I don't know. They need a Kevin Feige.
1: They need a head honcho which knows what he's doing and puts a clear strategy and works on these movies. Do you
0: think? Do you think that the MCU is is potentially heading towards something like this? Could they end up getting in trouble at some point with now because of all the controversy? You know, with, with all the things like losing James Gunn and, and all that stuff. Do you well, think well, there is a risk here?
1: Well, here's the thing: if they end up killing characters in the next uh, Infinity War, they'll have less characters to deal with. Work on new ones and keep on surprising us with good stories. I'm not very worried about them. Yes, there's a small issue with uh, James Gunn. I think it's solvable. Mm-hmm. I think they have a bit of time. They're reshooting. Uh, they, they Apparently, they had always planned to reshoot uh, in, uh, Avengers 4. Uh, so I'm sure they'll think of what to do properly for these characters. Yeah. So I'm not very worried about uh, sure. Marvel. How about sure. you?
0: I, I I am a little bit, honestly. Okay. I, I feel like I feel like again when something gets this huge, and now with the inclusion, the way they're going to try to work in the X Men characters, and a lot of people, a lot of the heroes from Fox and mm. Spider Man's world, and all that stuff, I I almost feel at some point we're going to start seeing a little a little weakness at some point. And this is what I feel like I've we're there. We're going to start feeling a little bumps on the road, maybe not as bad as DC, but we're going to start getting those bumps. We're going to start hitting those bumps. That's what I I feel. That's what I feel. So we're back (laughs) from uh, our musical break. And now it's time for box office news. Yes. Um, The local box office. We've been teasing. I mean, not teasing. We've been trying to do this segment justice, uh, since we've started talking about it. And um, I finally feel like we have enough time today, sort yes. of, to to uh, to talk about it um, w- with a little bit more detail before we jump into the script-to-screen recommendations. Um, so, okay, so here we go. We're going to do them in descending order. Yes. Okay, so 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Uh, starting with the fifth uh, in the local Lebanese box office. Take it away, Hud.
1: So you've got act number 5 Peppermint with uh, 3900 entries. It's the movie with uh, Jennifer, Jennifer Garner. Garner.
0: Yeah, where it's almost like Taken but with a mom.
1: Yeah, exactly. But um, I haven't I haven't seen it so well,
0: I didn't see it either. Um but this is the first week this film has been out. Exactly. Correct. Um number 4 we've got <laughs> Mission Impossible Fallout still remaining in the top 5 um uh, for its 7th week. Um although this week it made um 4,741 entries. It got 4,741 yeah. entries.
1: But the cool thing about it, it it's had a total of 104,200 yeah. entries. I mean, again, it's it's like yeah. this is
0: the seventh week. Yeah, so um, it makes
1: sense to kind of be there.
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure. What's so, number three?
1: Number three is everyone's favorite fish not finding Nemo, the <laughs> Meg, <man. laughs> with uh, Jason Statham. I I, oh, Statham. Statham. I don't know why I have an issue with names. We need to work on that. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's been out for four weeks, and it's done pretty well this summer.
0: Yeah, 4,967, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, number two is an Egyptian film. Um, uh, translated in English would be The Suit. This is the third week that it's been out, and it's so far um, this week... Uh, Its entries are 6,484. Not bad.
1: Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. And And finally, at number one... Number one, uh, the movie that came out last week, Alpha. Okay. Alpha has been out for one week only and has made... Twelve thousand three hundred uh, entries. Yeah,
0: rounding up uh, yeah. a few, but hey, I I'm super happy
1: to it's see this good. film. Con- congrats to doing
0: to- uh, doing so well, uh, being number one in the box office. Congrats because- to
1: our friends at Empire a- at Empire Empire. Empire.
0: Em- Empire Movies. Yeah, uh, that's right. Um, uh, what do you think of this uh, this uh, lineup here? Since we have the time to talk about yeah, it finally.
1: I mean, it, it it makes sense. Alpha was the new movie last week. It it targets older and younger people it's the end of summer before school yeah yeah, Uh, so i think it makes sense that families go watch this movie uh and and everything else is kind of logical for me Uh, egyptian film uh, arabic speaking movies are popular in the in lebanon in 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 the the area yeah Um, Uh, they always do well no matter uh what kind of content they have which is sometimes kind of sad but why not? Why it, not? It's
0: still it's still amazing to me that Mission Impossible is still in yeah. the top 5. Like I was expecting it to start kind of getting into the top 10, but I mean, my lord, has it kept up yeah. uh, uh, momentum. Like it's it's awesome to see this. And you uh, said 104,000? Well, so. yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: 104,231 to be
0: entries. That is yeah. crazy. Yeah. That is such an interesting number. I mean, yes, and you're right. I mean, Completely valid for it to be in this standing in the top five. Um, Because, again, I think for me, it's the film of the summer. I mean, uh, as far as big blockbusters go, for me, it's the film of the summer. I mean, it was exciting to watch. I saw it three times in a movie theater. Mm
1: -hmm. It was fun every single time. Yeah, it was good. And and looking at the other uh, below the number five, there's nothing that I see should have been uh, in the top five this week, so I think this is logical. This yeah. makes actual sense.
0: What about the Meg being up there?
1: It makes sense to in Lebanon. Yeah, with, I mean, yeah, uh, people enjoy these kind of movies. Not my cup of tea, definitely, but I'm I'm always happy when movies perform well. Yeah, it's for, always for sure, good for it's sure. For sure,
0: because I mean, again, for us who love the cinema culture yeah. and going to the movies and experiencing movies, this is something that that we both enjoy. It's, it's just totally. interesting for me when we're looking at this because the the entire point of us doing this segment on the show um was to kind of look at what Lebanese mm. audiences seem to yes. be enjoying and um uh, it's it's interesting that it's this combination this week. Yeah. Um you know you've got alpha, you've got a lot of dog lovers in this country and and uh,
1: and shark lovers?
0: Well, I mean, <laughs> not necessarily shark lovers, but I, but, I mean, I, uh, no, I Jason, Almost feel like I almost feel like Jason Statham has a it, big following in yes, this country. Yes. Um and then also you you've got the uh, the B action movies yeah. do really well in Lebanon. They That's do, true. and That's and for me, true. the Meg is a B action
1: movie. Completely, yeah.
0: Um, you know, people just want to go. They want to. They want to chill out. They want to have a laugh. They want to eat some popcorn, doze off for a couple of minutes, uh, and then kind of just like, mm. uh, you know.
1: Let Let's see what happens next week with the Predator.
0: Yeah, I, I'll be interested to yeah, see, yeah, see that. And see then the what, what following week with a Lebanese film in the, in yeah. the box office, Ka- that should be an interesting... This is where it'll, it'll kind of heat up. Yeah. It'll be very interesting to see where the pieces fall into place. Yes. Script to Screen <laughs> recommends this week. What's your recommendation for us, Had? So,
1: so today we talked about Predator by uh, Shane Black. Uh huh. So I'm going to talk about one of his better movies, The Nice Guys. Oh yeah, uh, with uh, Russell Crowe and Ryan, Ryan Gosling. Gosling. Yeah, that was a good film. It was it was very well written. Yeah, uh, the, the the text, the, the screenplay is is fantastic. Uh-huh. The story is very interesting, and I loved uh, the chemistry between Gosling and uh, Crow. Oh, absolutely. It, we hadn't seen Russell Crowe, I think, in a good role in a while. Yeah. And I think that...
0: And especially a, a role like this. Yeah. Like, he's normally into taking the more serious roles.
1: It's kind this of... This was him letting loose. Yeah, yeah. Kind like, of Like, this is him
0: kind of like, yeah, you but know, like...
1: It's light. It's, it's also violent. It oh, has, yeah. It's, it's got a good story, good cop buddy story. Like not over the top, no, not not Lethal Weapon ish, which Shane Black wrote. Right. Uh, no, I I love that movie, so check out the the nice the, guys. The
0: um the scene in the bathroom kills me every time.
1: Yeah, where yeah. he
0: walks in, and I think it's it's is it Ryan Gosling on the seat or is it Crow on the seat?
1: I think it's Ryan Gosling. It's Ryan on Gosling yeah, yeah. on the seat,
0: and Crow is and, standing outside. He's like talking. to Yeah, him.
1: And, and the the girl who plays Gosling's daughter is is fantastic. No, it's a... It's a great film. It's, it's a good... It's, it's a great, really good I
0: think they tried to make it a series, didn't they? And then the series did not work? I
1: don't know. Honestly... Or was
0: there something... Oh No, the other one was is The Good Cops. Never mind. It's no, not, not The not Nice this. Guys. It's, no. It's The Good Cops. Um, but it, it had something... Yeah. It was sort of similar, but it wasn't The no. Nice Guys. No. Uh, nowhere nowhere near. How um, about you? So my recommendation this week is, is interesting because... Mm-hmm. Um, it's a rather new release, okay, um, and it is. It does fall into the the TV series kind of thing. So yep. I did two movies, and, and now I'm back to TV series. Um, so I've only seen four episodes of this, okay, but be still my heart, I'm in love with the show. Um, and it's every. I was very nervous about it because I didn't really. I was hoping it would be good. Um, cause it's been a while since I've been attached to something animate in, in animation. Um, and so the, the, the series that I'm going to recommend this week is Netflix is the dragon prince. Okay. Um, like I said, I've only seen four episodes. So I really don't know where this season is heading so far, but from four episodes, I'm hooked. I love the characters. I love its energy. I love its mood. Um, it, it basically talks about, it's an extraordinary, you know, uh, Two human characters make an extraordinary uh, discovery that basically inspires them and an elf assassin okay. um, to uh, go on a journey or like a quest to bring peace to the to the world that they live in uh, because they're war- they're at war. they're essentially at the brink of war. Mm-hmm. There's conspiracy, there's magic, uh, it's adventure. and this is this is why I love it. So in an ideal world, a show like this should have been made by Disney. Okay. A story like this should have been told by Disney, but Disney has been busy doing whatever they're doing. Mm -hmm. They're not really looking into original content. Very rarely are they coming up with original content. They're doing their remakes. They're doing their reboots, whatever. They're stuck in their formula. So in an ideal world, this would have been a Disney, whether it be animated show a la Gargoyles or whatever, or it could have been a, a series of movies or a movie. Um, but instead, it was created by the guys that did Avatar The Last Airbender. Okay. And okay. The Legend of Korra. Okay. Um, it's the same team with a new addition to their team, and they created a new uh, production company called Wonderstorm, and this is why they're working on it. Mm-hmm. So the animation feels very Last Airbender, but it has it's this merger of 2D and 3D, okay. which is very interesting. It creates for some very cool animation. I love its lighthearted hearted even though there are some dark tones to it, there are some kind of philosophical themes, heavy themes, whatever, it's balanced out with, with positivity. Okay. Um, and hopefulness and- and it's magic and dragons, dude.
1: It sounds good. It sounds. It's, it's
0: exci- I love it. So the first nine episodes were released yesterday on Netflix. You can watch them uh, on Netflix. Um, I'm, I'm a huge fan of the show.
1: How long is each episode?
0: Like 20, 20 minutes, 27 minutes. Okay. 20, like, because it's Netflix. So it's like yeah. 25 to 27. So it's okay. not like the 23, 20 yeah. minute that we normally get on TV. So it's a little longer, but it's so good. It's yeah. so, so good. It's so good. Wow, well, that's what I recommend. I'll definitely
1: try to check it out.
0: Yes, you should because
1: I haven't seen that yet.
0: Yes, you should. So before we go in and talk about our social media, I wanted to give a shout out to Jad Z underscore sixty six, who gave us our first review mm-hmm. on Pod Chaser a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, um, he gave us five stars, which is kind of awesome. Um, and he said a very good show that pleases your cinema passion. It's a very unique. Uh, uh it's a very unique show and a, or it's a very unique and one of a kind show in lebanon the hosts are fantastic
1: thank you jad so we want to say you.
0: a big thank you to jad and anybody else who who kind of i mean you saw it today i read your your dms when you were taught when we were talking about superman mm-hmm. we're, we're reading your reviews so reach out to us Get in touch with us. Um, We want to include you more uh, and more the more the show spreads. And, you know, we're on Spotify now. We're on iTunes. We've got listeners in Sweden, in Germany, in the UK, in the US, in Lebanon. We're spreading, and I like it.
1: A bit here and there and everywhere. That's perfect.
0: So if you want to follow us on social media, you can do so at Alan Mahana and...
1: Had.Solo. And you can listen
0: to us on Nghami, iTunes.
1: Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podchaser, Podchaser. Podbean,
0: (laughs) Player FM, or you can tune in next week on Radio 11 on 96.2 for a brand new episode of Script to Screen Spotlight on Friday and Script to Screen News Hour on On Saturday. Saturday. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Love you guys, our screeners. We can't wait to share more news with you in the coming weeks. Oh, you can also see our picture in Vox Cinemas. Yeah. Because we are live. We're in Vox. We're in Vox. So thank you so much for for tuning in have, have a, a great yeah oh, have an yeah.
1: awesome day have a great day everyone we love you so much and thank you for the support
0: thank you always 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 and as always we'll see you at the movies cue the credits